Welcome back to the Water Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. Nick, how are you? Good. I don't have to introduce for once today. <laughs> wow, like it's so hard. I'm so sorry. No, is this you? I'm so sorry, Nick. It is so hard for not letting me introduce us. Jeez. Okay, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Sound of bitterness in your voice. Good. People need to hear that. So, been watching ball lately? You know it. Sad day yesterday, your boy Luca. Oh, he's only out two to three weeks. Yeah, that's true. And they still did pretty well without him last night. That is true. Uh, so how do you think of the NBA 25 games in? What do I think about the NBA 25 games in? I it's think that's definitely not, definitely not what we predicted. Like there's the West was supposed to be. I did not expect the Lakers to be 23 and three. Well, I did mean, not expect I, the Clippers to be 20 and eight too. Actually, I did. I did see the Clippers because of load my management. I told you that was going to happen. That's true. And it, and it happened. Uh, Lakers, their easy schedule at the beginning. I saw them. I saw them having a, a good record, but then. In December, I was expecting them to be close to 500 uh, in the month, but that didn't happen either. They they haven't lost all December. I know. It's insane how good they've been. Uh, they pulled off a good win against the Heat. When was it? On Thursday night? Yep. Uh, they played a night against... Who they play against? I can't remember, but I know they have Milwaukee coming up this week which is going to be one hell of a good game. It will be. That's Two gonna... top teams. Milwaukee on what? What are what are they at, 18 or 17, something like that? 17-game winning streak. 17-game winning streak. And the next, I think, three games are going to be pretty tough for them. So we'll see how good they are. They really are. Well, they eviscerated the Clippers. True. And With Paul George. Both, both guys playing, yeah. right? Uh, but like I said, the, you can't put too much into the Clippers. I don't know what, I don't know that they're gonna look like this in in during the playoffs, especially right now. They got guys like Beverly out. Uh, they just got Landry Shamit back yesterday. The even though they ended up losing against the Bulls, that's true. So what are we talking about today? We're gonna talk about twenty five games in our predictions for the top sixteen. Yep. Uh, Thought we'd also do a little bit of O Canada. O Canada. We're going to catch up. We'll catch up on some of our Canadian players. And what else? (sighs) I don't know. What else do you want to do? I wanted to do sleeper picks for all the awards. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. We could do that too if you want. We could do that. Okay. So start off with O Canada? Let's start off with O Canada. Who do you want to start off with? Well, I mean, basically same guys are doing pretty well right now, right? Uh, Andrew Wiggins. I think he cooled down a little bit. Andrew he cooled down a little bit, but yeah. he's still doing all right. Um, he had a pretty solid game against the Clippers on Friday night. Scored 34 points, shot 12 for 20 from the field. Uh, he only went two for seven from three, though. I just, I just wish there was a little bit more to his game. Like I wish he could create a little bit more. That's true, because it seems to me right now, like. He's just shooting, basically. He's just he's just a scoring guy. Actually, I wanted to. Um, I think Dylan Brooks is doing better than Wiggins right now. <laughs> right now, like those two Grizzly guys, Dylan Brooks and Brandon Clark, they're actually looking pretty nice in the last bit. 
Yeah. Brandon Clark's American though, isn't he? Uh, no, Brandon Clark is from Vancouver, actually. Born in Vancouver, and then he moved to Phoenix when he was three. Oh, so he is Canadian. He is Canadian, yes. Holy uh, smokes. Probably has an American... Uh, dual citizenship. Yeah, dual citizenship. But yeah, he's he's from Vancouver, and he's been doing pretty well. I think he ended up having 25 points last night. Uh, yeah, I think he ended up having 25 points last night so far he's averaging 12.7 points 5.9 rebounds and 1.2 assists per game that's pretty His good shooting is 65.1 percent from the field and his three-point shooting he's shooting 52 percent mind you it's only on 1.3 attempts a game so it's that's not even that much good. but that's actually pretty good uh he's been on a bit of uh i mean they're sort of load managing him too because of his back problems. Yeah. He was, uh, the, the Grizzlies played back to back games, but he only played the second part, which was yesterday. I see. I see. Uh, last two games, he's averaging 20 points, five rebounds, and the block while he's shooting 80% from the field. And he has made all his three point attempts. There've only been three, though, so it's not that much. It's a small sample size, but the guy is doing pretty well. And on top of that, he's one of the five rookies in the league who is averaging at least 12 points and five rebounds. RJ Barrett's up there too, right? <sighs> Look, excuse me. RJ is really worrying me. Uh, his shooting is just terrible. It hasn't improved. I feel like he's lately it's gone down quite a bit. So he's shooting 38.8% from the field, which is not bad, right? I mean, he's a rookie. And then he was shooting 30.1 from three. As of the last six games, which is basically all of December, he's averaging 9.7 points, five rebounds, and 2.3 assists. But his shooting is at 30.4% from the field, and he's shooting 20% from three. That's pretty bad. The only thing that has improved has been his uh, free throw shooting. He's shot 68.8% from the free throw line. He's averaging 54.6 for the season. Uh, I, I'm kind of worried just because... New York's not a great place for him. Yeah. They were, you know, as you know, they were playing him at the point guard spot. Which is his natural position, isn't it? No, it's small forward. It's small forward? It's small forward. So now he's basically lost it because uh, Payne's starting to play again. So yeah. he's, uh, he's playing three, three less minutes than his average. And he's getting less looks now. And I was watching him play against the Kings on Friday. He just made four shots all game, took 14. Even though the next one, it was basically because of Randall and Payne. Both of them were playing pretty well. So that he game. was a non-factor. He was definitely a non-factor that game. So he's definitely a worry. I hope that the Knicks are able to develop this guy. Otherwise, could you imagine? It'd be a Knicks. loss. Be a huge loss of a talent, right? Knicks. Enough said. I know. Who else? There's Jamal Murray. He's been a little quiet. Awfully quiet. Well, Jamal, he's basically stayed at the same as uh, last, year. last year statistically. Unfortunately, 
Uh, I was hoping to see a jump from him, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not only him that's doing that's not doing that as well as they should be. It's the whole team. It's the whole team, right? Yeah. I mean, there are some exceptions, exceptions like uh, Barton. I feel He's, like Barton's ooh. playing really well this yeah. year, right? And even guys like I, I, I mean, I know they're not superstars, but also uh, Grant. I like the way he plays. The Jeremy, time I've seen him, Jeremiah Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. Like yeah. I, I like how he plays. Uh, you know, he's, he plays both sides of the, uh, of the ball, but a few times I've seen them play, like, he's actually done well. Gary Harris, even though he's Gary statistically Harris. gone down, he's defending really well. Yes, exactly. But then you got Jokic, right? Jokic. Uh, he came come, alive last game. Yeah, finally, right? But The November I mean, slumber. I mean, I, I watched the game against the Sixers. Yuck. He, okay, he did not score until the second quarter with four minutes left came alive in the third quarter. And then in the fourth, when the team is, when the game is still close and the team is probably like only a handful of points uh, down against the Sixers, he only took two shots, Nick, two shots. If you're the best player, you gotta be taking, you gotta be taking way more than that. But um, anyways, back to Murray. Murray, uh, he stayed the same as as last season. His scoring has gone down from eighteen point two points to seventeen points per game this year. Uh, he still has somewhat the same efficiency as last year. For example, his uh, field goal percentage has gone down from forty three point seven to forty three point two, and his uh, three point shooting has gone from thirty six point seven to thirty three point one. Over the last five games, hasn't been playing the greatest. He's only been averaging 11 points, three rebounds, and three assists. And he's shooting 37.9% from the field. I think that whole team's just in the slump, though. I don't think it's just Murray himself. I I, I would hope that that uh, they would improve, especially Murray. He was still progress. He's still progressing every year he's played, right? Yeah. But this is just the one year that uh, he's basically stayed the same. Uh, but uh, I mean, you know, yes. The scary part, though, they're yeah. still winning games. I, I mean, know. Could you imagine when they when they start actually, if they all got their stuff together and actually started playing well? Because I've had them as my sleeper pick for the second place or second seed. That could still happen, right? Like, I don't know. I think LA's the LA's are gonna run with the seeds. Maybe I don't know if the way the Clippers are going. Like I said, a lot of players missing. Like they they might actually be lower than expected i think if they keep if these injuries keep happening for the clippers might be a little bit of concern true speaking of the canadian players we're missing the canadian team raptors they've been struggling a little bit lately yeah they've not been doing well against uh, the top teams have you seen their record against the top dogs i think they they have a losing record i can't remember exactly what it was yeah but uh, they are struggling against the top teams. I think the only teams they were able to beat were L.A., Philly, L.A., Philly, and then there was one more. But I think they're like three and five or three and seven. Um, but I think it's more problems with Sergi Baca and Kyle Lowry coming back. True, right? I there think was, they mess up the flow. Yeah, true. So who knows, man? Maybe and Siakam think- is taking terrible shots. Oh yeah, right. And uh, Fred, Freddie's out too. Fred Van Vliet has been out too. Yeah. So big losses for those guys. Actually, there's one more player we're leaving out. It's Shea. 
Jay Gil, he's been quiet too. Actually, he's not doing too bad. He's still leading the team. Still leading the team in points. I think he's trying to find his rhythm. Yeah, but this is like... They all do it by committee. It's not like yeah. just one guy is going to be... Uh, Everyone's doing it. Danilo, like, Chris yeah, Paul, Everyone's scoring points. Yeah. So the guy's averaging 18.6 points per game for the season. Last five games, he's averaging 20 points per game with 5.4 rebounds and three assists per game. That's still pretty That's pretty good. That's actually pretty well. And something that I found very interesting is that they like to play... Shea, Paul, and Sh- and Schroeder together. Schroeder, 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 Schroeder. I don't know what I'm his sorry. name is. I'm sorry for messing up his name, but I'm sorry too. But they've actually done pretty well for as much as everyone would th- would think that they would be a liability defensively. They still are. I'm kidding. The lineup is is plus fifty as a five man unit with uh, Gallinari and Adams. But if you were to isolate those three guys together. There were plus 74 in just 128 minutes That's pretty of good. play. Uh, one of the top lines in terms of uh, outscoring other teams. If they keep this up, they could be one of like they could be one of the top lines in the league. Uh, but so far, he's still leading the the team in scoring. His numbers for uh, his clutch numbers have been pretty good in the last five games. He's shooting 68.2% from the field and 40% from three-point line. The efficiency is really high. I know it's it's small because you're not going to be playing uh, clutch minutes all the time, yeah. right? But those numbers are just impressive, especially for the sophomore. moment. Sophomore. Yeah, exactly. There is no sophomore slump with this guy. No. Uh, is that it for the Canadians? Or you got one more? Nope, you took my thunder with the Grizzly picks. That's it, man. You took my thunder with Shea. There, favor returned. Uh, so. 25 games in, what do you think of the whole 16 seeds right now? Do you think one of them is going to drop out? Who do you think is going to rise? Who do you think is going to fall? I think anyone's going to drop. I think the East is has more parity than the West right now. I mean, it's really top heavy in the West. If you get, if you get what I mean, I mean true, after yeah. seventh, there's a lot of teams with uh, below five or sub five hundred records, and teams up to what twelfth, twelfth in the West still have a chance at making a playoff spot, right? Okay. Uh, same thing can be said for the East. I mean. Even if the Bulls were to go on a run, they could still make the playoffs. Hell, even the Wizards could still make the playoffs, right? But in terms of teams dropping, I can't really say that any of the top teams are going to drop. If I see anyone that might make a jump, I I would say it'd be the Jazz, uh, especially uh, with the way they're playing right now. They're playing really bad. But it's like a typical jazz thing to do, and yeah. with an easy, and as we said before, with like an easy schedule towards the to end of the of the year, I think they could easily make a jump from that sixth spot. I don't think they'll finish sixth, fifth, fourth. I would go as high as fourth, just because of the, uh, just because of the uh, their schedule, how it's going to look towards the end, right? Ah, okay. Uh, I would say. 
in the West, if anywhere to, and anyone were to drop, I would probably think it'd be the Mavericks. Uh, especially, especially with a tough injury. stretch. Yeah, exactly. they have a tough stretch coming up right now. So I can see them dropping down. But then other than that, I feel like everyone would pretty much stay the same. And then the seven and eight spots, of course, I mean, those are up for grabs, right? I, I feel like they're switching on a nightly basis. For which? Seventh and eight. Seventh eighth and for West, yeah. yeah. I think Sacramento, Portland, San Antonio, Phoenix will be battling for that seventh and eighth. Definitely. It's just crazy right now, right? Because you got Sacramento still in there, Minnesota, San Antonio. They've been Portland. faltering though, Minnesota. Yeah, their their defensive rating the last five games has been just atrocious. Like they can't defend if their lives depended on it right now, right? I and think they might trade Roko too. That'd be, oh my goodness! But but yeah, and even Phoenix, they've cooled off. Uh, I think the team that's out of those teams is the teams that the team that has risen is uh risen risen sorry it's oklahoma like uh they were they were down there but now they're they're in seventh i think they'll be in there and they're in uh on a six and four run but they're still it, gonna tank though that's the thing right like it, it just depends on what uh what the what they want to do do they want to compete for for a playoff spot because that's all they're gonna do. They won't compete with any of the teams they're gonna face. I mean, yeah, they'd be a tough it, out though. It's true, but I mean, you'd end up facing right now if the season were to end, you'd be facing the Clippers. Oh boy, right? Clippers at full strength. There's no way they can handle that. No, but yeah, I, I mean, I'd be, I'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do because. Either, I think they'll drop out, to be honest. You think so? Yeah. I mean, it'd also be... Because especially with the small markets, they, especially Oklahoma, it's a team that they they want to make the playoffs just to keep, keep business going. And if if that's the case, why would you trade anyone, right? Why would you trade the Chris Paul? The Neal is a valuable trade, trade asset. Exactly. So it just, it, it's just what they want to do. I think Boston might swing for Steven Adams. Yeah. That'd be a good pickup. Especially they need someone at the post, right? Yeah. And Boston is kind of faltering too. That's to be expected. You couldn't keep that up forever. Yeah, right? It's yeah. it's really tough. Especially a small team like that. Like They're going to get beaten up pretty good. Uh, but yeah, they're definitely going to start falling down. Uh, the interesting one has been Brooklyn. Brooklyn without Kyrie and they're uh, keeping afloat they're keeping afloat and a bunch of people are saying well how can they be better without Kyrie but like at least they're still pulling it off because this they play more together without Kyrie to be honest exactly like Kyrie ruins the flow of what that team wants to do right it's instead of sharing the ball to with everyone it's more like Kyrie will get the ball he'll isolate and he'll do his thing right yeah I don't think him and Kevin are going to be interesting next year. Really? That's interesting. Two ISO players and a team that does better chemistry-wise, like playing together. I mean, you'd also have interesting trade assets with them, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But but yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to do with Kyrie when he comes back. Uh, you would think they would only improve, right? 
Dash, yeah. I, well, he's such a talent, right? He is. He's one hell of a player. But I don't know, man. We'll we'll, we'll see how how they do when when he comes back. Uh, how about uh, you know Charlotte? It's actually been pretty impressive, actually. They have two good rookies in there. They have PJ Washington. Yes. And Devonte Graham. Devonte is actually a second year player, I believe. Is he? Yes, he's a second year player. I think he got drafted in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. He's a steal right now. Oh yeah, he's playing. He's playing out of his amazing, mind. Amazing, right? I was expecting this team to finish dead last. Well, they have some hope. They have but some good they players. They have some good players in there, right? Yeah. Uh, good for them. Chicago pulling out two wins this week that were pretty tough. They need to fire their coach. You think so? Kobe and Lori have not been very well. Nope. Zach is okay. I mean, what else? There's Wendell Carter Jr. I don't know how he's been doing. He's been awfully quiet. That's... I don't know. The Bulls... They just need a new coach. The Bulls, you would think they would do better with all the talent they have, but apparently not. Nope. Jim Boylan. And, uh... Yeah, Knicks playing terrible. Oh, that's to be expected. That's to be expected. Can we not talk about the Knicks? Okay, we'll pass on the Knicks. And actually, a pleasant surprise has been Miami. Wow, it just you got to love the way they play the game, yo. Yesterday, uh, it's true they blew, I think they were up pretty much at 22 points against the Mavericks. Mavs. Yeah, and they almost blew it. They almost blew it. But... Uh, Jimmy basically ends up bailing them out. He was he was so good last night, uh, especially in the clutch. It oh, seemed yeah. like everyone else was scared to even take a shot. Not him, of course not. It's Jimmy, right? So he he took he took the game over, scored some really important buckets, and also Bam, like his what he did last night. In the last bit, it was amazing. It might not show up on the statistics, but his defense last night—wow, he was—he was just on altering point. shots, just doing everything. And basically, he did help him out to a win last night, even though he didn't end up scoring that much in overtime or in the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, and it was—it's a better showing than what he had on Thursday when he got bullied by. The Lakers trio over there. Oh, yeah, definitely. The Lakers made him look pretty bad. Yeah, they out-rebounded the crap out of him, right? It was uh, it was pretty amazing to see what the Lakers did against Miami. Although, I would like to say that we better not make Caldwell Pope take any more uh, last-minute free throws. Dude, all of them rimmed out. Right? He went two for four. But he like, got lucky because AD tipped it out to him, too. Yeah, exactly. And then he got that other foul, right? Yeah, he got lucky. And then Jimmy pushes off of uh, LeBron. LeBron falls down. They don't call... They'll, they'll never call that. Well, no, they'll never call that. But still. And uh, they were lucky he still missed a shot, right? Yeah. So, uh, good one for the Lakers. But also, I feel like they got a little bit lucky in there. They did. That's a tight one in Miami, too. Oh, yeah. Really, really tight one. Uh, Rockets yesterday end up losing against... Uh, who did they lose? What's their name again? 
I don't remember either, but Rockets ended up losing a disappointing game against, uh, who was it, Detroit? Detroit, yeah. Detroit, yeah. Detroit ended up winning. I think Houston's going to drop down even more. I think Houston, for the most part, Harden's going to carry them. They'll be okay in the in the season. It's just once the playoffs start, it's a different animal. They won't do well. Right? It's a different animal. And they tr- they're trying to integrate both players, him and Westbrook. And sometimes it works out perfectly. Sometimes it doesn't. Right? No, they but, both need the ball. That's why. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, if they don't defend, what are you going to do? That's Especially true. in the playoffs. You're most likely going to get killed. Yeah. By whoever they end up playing. Right? I think who else have we missed? Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like we've pretty much touched on on, on I think everyone. we've touched on every team. Yeah. So uh, sleeper picks for the awards, who do you think's gonna win? Let's start with MIP. Most improved player. <sighs> Shea. You wanna say Shea? Yeah. There's so many guys you can pick from, right? There's way too many. I was going to say Trez. There's so many guys you can pick from. I mean, I I don't know. That's a that's a tough one to break down. So you would say Shea would be your winner? Shea. Who else would you pick? Uh, damn. I would say B.I. from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. But he won't get it. You know that, right? Why? Have you seen New Orleans' uh, true, yeah. record? With a record like that, there's just no way they're gonna. He's gonna be able to be talked about, right? Dude, you said they're gonna be competitive. What happened to that? Did you see all the injuries they've had? Have you still, seen? Have still. you seen all the injuries they've had? And on top of that, still. how many close games they've had? Still, they're gonna trade JJ Redick at that point. I don't know. They're gonna keep the team. They're gonna keep the team until. Uh, until Big Boy comes back. He's not gonna he might not come back this season. I thought they were saying he was gonna come back in January, but he's not. They're gonna be like basically load managing him. For the whole year. Basically. It's sad, right? Uh it's such so much talent in that guy, but he's his knees just won't hold up. More like he needs to lose some weight. I I don't even know if that'll make a difference now. But yeah, unfortunately for New Orleans, that's what's happening for them. I was gonna say Fred Flan Fleet too for he definitely needs to be in there too, right? Yeah, that's my that's the three I would say. And then you gotta, I mean, right now Devonte Graham's coming up too. Oh, you gotta yep. you gotta include him in there. Uh, I mean, who else is in there? Anyone from Miami? I mean, you could probably say Bam Adebayo too. You could say that too, yeah. Right, yeah. like there's there's a lot of guys that have improved this year. And uh, you got to include them in, in that in the MIP talk. Okay, how about Coach of the Year? Coach of the Year. I would I'd say Spo is my pick in there. It'd be between Spo and I would say Vogel. Uh, yeah, you could say Vogel too. I was also gonna say Carlisle. You got to add him in there. I was gonna say Doc, but he's always in the running for it. I mean, you could also say that too, right? Uh, I think it usually, the award usually goes to like whoever's winning the most games, right? Yeah. So it's going to be, so most likely or or Vogel, Vogel. right? Uh, but like, yeah, you could add, uh, I was going to say Spo Carlisle is pretty good. 
yeah, both both guys have done really good jobs. What about uh, rookie of the year? That's a good one, Kendrick Nunn. There's so many guys, right? Tyler Hero, John Morant. Who else can you give me? PJ Washington can be up there too. PJ Washington. I mean, would Hachimura be in there too? Hachimura would be in there. He's good, right? But again, uh, what I find interesting about this rookie class is all the lottery picks have better. not been doing that well. Are? No, not really. I mean, think about it. Look at R.J. Barrett. Look at... Uh, oh, sorry. All the unknown names are doing well. Yeah, That's yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like sorry. saying like the lottery picks like between 1 and 10. They haven't been Like they well. haven't been shooting the ball well at all, right? The first pick's not even playing. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And right now I feel like it's basically Jaw that's running away with this. I think he deserves it though. Yeah, it's true. He does deserve it. But like I like I said, I think he's definitely my favorite this year to win it. And even uh the guy from the Warriors, uh Pascal, he's not doing too bad either, right? Warriors, man. Warriors I feel bad. Uh, feel bad for them. Fall from grace. Nicholas Chu. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being such a gracious host today. Thank you, even though we cut off a defensive player of the year. Well, I mean, I wasn't looking. I was enjoying our talk, and I was looking at you, so it's not my fault, basically. Okay, okay. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> thank you for listening to the podcast. Follow us at Waterboys. Podcast. Waterboys with a Z. Yes, you can follow us on Spotify. What else? Instagram. Anchor. Uh, Anchor. Anywhere you get your podcast, please listen to us. As I think we have an all right podcast. <laughs> have a safe holiday, people. Yeah, yeah, yes. We'll talk. We'll we'll make another episode next week. Uh, we got to do one before uh, Christmas, right? Because that's when the big games come out. That's true. So definitely, we'll do one more, and then after that, I I don't know how long before they hear our beautiful voices again. Probably a while, because you know you're the busy one, not me. Shut up. You're the one. I'm not even going to get into that. Anyways, uh, but yes, uh, thanks for listening to us, guys. Goodbye. And that's it for this episode of The Water Boys, guys. If you don't mind, follow us on our Instagram page at Water Boys Podcast, Water Boys with a Z. Until next time, thanks for listening.